Hey everyone and welcome back to Books with Spice Please. I'm Al. And I'm Katie. And this week's episode, we're going to be reviewing Voyeur by Fiona Cole. Remember everyone, we are an 18 plus podcast. This particular book has some pretty intense trigger warnings for sexual abuse of a minor. Our main male character was abused by someone a couple years older than him and his family. And this is a really intense subject. It was really, you know, a lot of stuff came up because of that. So it was really intense. It was basically what this book was kind of about. Yeah, it was kind of a surprise to me because I didn't see it in the description of the book on Kindle Unlimited. And I only looked at the first like three reviews, but I didn't see it mentioned in there either. So when I got to that part, I was like, oh, and you, you know, something in this book happens to him with the way he kind of thinks and you're just given these hints and then when that was revealed what happened to him is revealed I just kind of felt like my heart stopped it well it didn't stop you know what I mean it made me feel sick I know my stomach dropped that's what I mean my stomach dropped it made me it was I wasn't ready for it. I mean, there was obviously some kind of weird thing that had happened to him sexually. Like, that was very clear. And then... Uh, And you don't find out what happens to him until um, almost, maybe more than halfway through. And then it continues to be the topic of the book. And it kind of explains why he is the way he is all throughout until the end of the book. Yeah. Which makes me feel... So bad for him. Yes, but if this is something that is triggering for you, just please go ahead and uh, skip this episode. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's heavy. It is heavy. Uh, so this book is a age gap book, Forbidden Romance. They're 10 years apart. She's 19 and he's 29 and he's her astronomy prof- professor. Mm-hmm. or physics professor I think it's astronomy he's astronomy because she's a biology mo- major and he's like convincing everyone in his class to be like a physics major yeah that's where it is he's mm-hmm. in the physics department yeah so he's and so she's the little freshman coming in to his class this book is 326 pages long on kindle unlimited and an 8 hour 50 minute audiobook and the audiobook was really good. I thought that it was nicely paced and the characters, it was really good. It, easy to listen to. Yeah, and the book was a fast read. It was a fairly fast read. I admit, once I got to the trigger part of this book, I slowed down a little bit. But overall, it was a quick read. Yeah, it got harder for me to listen too because it's so much of the conflict of the book at the end yeah that it was kind of hard to I don't know so let's talk about our main gal this book has the split perspectives of our main characters Oakland and Callum our main 
characters, love interests in this book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Oakland is 19. She grew up pretty poor, but her family kind of just barely made it by. So she's never, like, her parents had a really bad experience getting a loan one time. So she's, like, vowed to never go into debt. Um, <laughs> so she works for everything she's got. And she applies for every single scholarship she can for college. And all of her scholarship money gets sent and tuition assistance and everything gets sent to her parents and her parents spend it. Yes. I was like, what uh, the? That's so shitty. And they were like, we, we had no choice. And Oakland's like, okay. She's like, wow, I'm really glad that I'm not going to be around here anymore. This is annoying. Yeah. So she complains about this to her best friend and her best friend is like, hey, my uncle owns this sex club called Voyeur. You can make really decent money. You're hot. Yep. And she she does it. She does. She goes in for the interview and it sounds very much just like our book Tease Me, except the interview is not spicy. It's very actual. It's, it's more legit. <laughs> yes, it's a very good business like the whole way that the businesses ran i really thought was cool and now i need to know if there are places like this that exist because whoa whoa tv sex club the dark odyssey that was crazy but Mm -hmm. this is this is a different kind of sex club it is it's a it's like a viewing only. It's a voyeur. Yeah. If yeah. your kink is voyeurism, this is the club for you. Yeah. People. So they go in order a girl and a service, like a scene. They order a scene because they're performers. Really. They talk about that a lot. Mm-hmm. Performance. And then they like are watched from behind a two way mirror or, you know, the glass. So the person that is performing can't even see the people they're performing for. Unless they accept a performance where the people are sitting in the same room. Because that's happened too. Yeah, that that is an option as well. Mm -hmm. So there's all kinds of strokes. And they have like a list of rules. There's no phones allowed. They're left in the locker room. You perform up to three times during your shift. Like that's very, the owner, Olivia, who's her Oakland's friends her uncle's very he does his best and he makes sure that this club is legit it's clean and it's safe for the workers and his members his members yes because it's a club you have to pay a really hefty membership yep and then there's also like a two drink rule you can't have more than two drinks at the bar because they don't want you getting sloppy because it's a high class establishment really you know you're not going there to not spend money you I think it was real or it was implied that it cost thousands of dollars mm-hmm. for people to do this like a month and it was a pretty successful business in the book. Yep. So it's not like it's not popping. Yeah. And then she accepts the job. She signs NDAs, goes over, they go over lists of performances that they were uh she's comfortable doing and they all each of the performers have their own partner they're assigned to yeah they get to choose who they want to work together even Mm -hmm. 
And they'll um, get paired up with somebody else if they don't feel feel the chemistry. Yeah. And they also, like, when she... Well, let's later on, I guess. Um, but, so she ends up working at this club. And so before school starts, she starts working to make the money so she can pay for her tuition and everything at the end of the semester. Dr. Pierce, or Professor... He's Dr. Pierce, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So Dr. Pierce is an avid member of Voyeur. Yeah. So he gets the Voyeur. Yeah. He's a big fan. It helps keep him calm. He even knew some of the like performers by name, like Charlotte. He knew Charlotte's name and he was aware of who the owner was. Yeah. He was, he's there all the time. He knows everything about it. And so he goes and orders what he normally would, which I guess was like, what was it? She was underneath the blanket mm-hmm. and just masturbated with her hand, I think. Yeah. And he just like hadn't seen her before. She was new. So he ordered something like easy or whatever. And I mean, and he never ordered anything too crazy either. But yeah, so... <laughs> And that happens. And then he goes to class and she's there. Like, I think he went and saw her at Voyeur a couple times before school started. But, yeah, it was a shock. And And she she didn't know. Right. And she doesn't recognize him. So this whole time, he knows who she is. And she doesn't know who he is. Yeah. So he's like, she gets to class and... His first thought is, I need to know everything I can about her without it being suspicious, right? So he's like, everyone in class, tell me, you know, how old you are, where you come from, what your major is, like... Trying to be sneaky so he can get more info on just her particularly. Yeah, and so, and she was like the last one to go or something. Mm -hmm. And she forgot her age. He had to make her say it again or something like that. Yeah. And then she was like, fuck, a freshman. Oh, my God. Like, and he's so drawn to her. And he, I guess, never felt this way, of course, about a performer. But then obviously he's in his class and he gets to kind of know her more outside of the club. Mm-hmm. And so since she's trying to work her butt off to make money, she has two jobs at the school and she ends up being his one of his aides. Yep. In the physics department. Yeah. She's his aide and then another teacher's aide. But it's clear they have like a chemistry. They hit it off. They He gives her some of her lunch when he realizes she's not really eating. And... Yep, he starts he starts feeding her lunches. Yeah. And sometimes even dinners. And they're just like working all the time together, grading papers and things. Yeah. He Ugh. He has a lot of internal struggling too this whole time, but of course he doesn't oh, I don't know. He doesn't let it get away. I don't know. He just used to struggle and he goes with it in the long run. Uh. 
Yeah, he does a really good job of like having such a crazy battle in his head and then actually not saying anything or doing anything about it. For like the first part of the book. The first part of the book, he was a really good character. Like I really liked him in the beginning. Me too. He was so hot. Yeah. His heart. Even with the intimacy issues, it was like, okay, okay. And then he seemed to understand how, I don't know, he just was really set, I don't know, Ow. <laughs> I loved him. And I was like, oh yes, this is going to be so good. This is going to be so good. It's but everything you needed. Hard. That's what you told me. I know, I, I did. I was like flying through it and I was so stoked. I was like, yes, this is the spice I needed. I needed a little bit more of a taboo kind of romance. And that was it. And it is. It's very much a bit taboo. But like. He uh, falls apart in the second half. Yeah, he does. He really falls apart. And and I don't want to dog on him too bad. This guy's dealt with some intense trauma. Like, I can't. I. It's hard to explain. But. He's 29 years old. He's never had sex with a woman unless she was not facing him. He was drunk. And I believe mo- like it was one time when he was drunk that he actually had intercourse with her. And I believe he only other times like fingered the woman and made excuses why they wouldn't do more you know he never had that type of intimate relationship and meets oakland they developed this relationship through his aid he continued to watch her at voyeur while she didn't know who he was at voyeur yeah well they were being friendly at the school and then he would go after and watch her at voyeur and he would hide himself so she didn't see him yeah and and continue to buy performances of her Mm-hmm. He would he would go he went uh, he went crazy he started like booking her it was whole an night. Obsession. It was an obsession. Yeah, it got crazy, and then he finally told her what his deal was, and that's only because he got caught. So they, she was adamant to get something that was way too high, and she fell off. Well, she's standing on a, like a chair or a stepladder or something and she fell off of it and he was there because he was worried about her and he caught her. They ended up kissing and there's a good quote. Let me grab it really quick. I have it marked in the book. Well, I, here I've got. So before she finds out, she he orders a, a scene with both of her and Jackson, which is her male counterpart that works at the club, he orders a, a scene between the two of them. And I think it was it was eating her out and having sex, right? Mm-hmm. So they actually completely pretended. They stayed underneath the blanket. Like, the order to be filled was making love. So it was, like, under the blanket. And they pretended to put it in. He pretended to eat her out and everything. And, um... The professor was watching and he thought to himself, and this book was, I just have to say, like, written in a way that was entered, like, it keeps you locked on. Mm -hmm. So I've got this quote. It says, I imagine how hot and wet she'd be on my cock. 
the way her pussy would suck me back in with its tight squeezes, desperate for me to fill her back up. And yeah. I hadn't read anything written quite like this book before. I think it was very well written overall. Yeah. Uh, I know. This is a really good one. I, I really liked the way it was written. He, yeah, so when they're in the office and she's trying to get something, he's standing kind of by her to make sure she doesn't hurt herself and fall. She says in, to herself, I knew I was doing exactly what I said I wouldn't, falling. Then strong arms wrapped around me. One behind my back, fingers firmly pressed to my arm and the other over the top of my thighs, his hand gripping close to the crease of my ass. I rolled in toward his hard chest, hands pressed to his sculpted pecs, and my face buried against his crisp white shirt. I've got you. The vibration of his words rumbled against my palms and shot straight toward my core. And then they kiss. Yeah. And she says, I'm... I never got to finish before he leaned down and attacked my lips for as frozen and inactive as he'd been a second before he was giving it 10 times more. He was devouring me like a desperate man trying to push past all the reasons this was wrong to drown in the pleasure of feeling our bodies close. Goodness. Yeah. And then it's shortly after that, that he... Or she tries to give him his coat and his hat falls out. And then she's like, wait, why does this seem so familiar? And she recognizes it as the hat, the man at Voyeur who always orders her performances is. And then it dawns on her that the man who orders her performance all the time is him. And he, she had no idea. So she just feels super betrayed and she doesn't know like what is real she doesn't know what is real and what's not. Yeah, she's just like, does he like me? Or does just he just like the idea of me? She was really worried if he thought she was a whore. And yeah, she's worried. She He just thinks he's a whore and is just like fantasizing about, you know, having sex. Mm-hmm, like fetishizing her. Uh-huh. Yeah, she was worried about that too. She was really mad. But it doesn't take her long to come back around. No, he goes (laughs) and he's, like, able to convince her that it's real. And he feels like he he has a deeper connection with Oakland than he's ever had with anybody. And he has this hope of intimacy for the first time in his life. Yeah. I mean, they don't even sleep in the same bed because the first time that she goes to his house because... He can't handle it. And she does research after finding out his trauma on how to make him feel comfortable. And she keeps him in the moment whenever they're physical and makes him say her name. It's it's really sweet. Yeah, it was really in- intense, too, Like, because he w- really latched on to it. Yeah. Did a good job. But then... He gets really jealous and paranoid and angry that she's still working at Voyeur and refuses to take money from him to pay, to pay for, for school and her car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was super mad. This is when it all falls apart. Like, she finally, like, they finally have this connection and they they have sex and they're able to work through his triggers and things are happening and 
blooming and blossoming and then he just goes possessive and he yeah he starts drinking too much and he never does anything physical towards her at all but he's kind of harsh with his words yeah he's like a verb like he's like like he's mean and he makes her feel crazy there was literally a point where he was hoping that she would eventually give in and take the money and quit working at voyeur and they were never, they never, what do the kids call it de- these days? Defined the. What they is never it? define their relationship. Yeah, they don't DTR. <laughs> and so she's like, we're not, we never said we were exclusive. I still need to work. This money, this job pays way too well for me. And I do not take people, people's money. And she stops doing performances and just works the bar and takes extra hours just working the bar instead of doing performances. And that's still not enough for him. Right. She's working herself, like, exhausted. She's working her nights at Voyeur. She works long hours as an aide after classes during the week. Like, this girl, she's 19. She's not... I don't know. Like, she's really a really, really impressive young woman. And making a way for herself in life. I just want to tell her being like, knowing what I know now (laughs) that don't let a man bring you down. No. She was like crying about everything. She's so young. And it was so sad because she would say the exact perfect thing. He would say it the exact perfect way that he knew she was insecure about. He was insecure about her being with other guys and people seeing her because now she's all his you know it was all perfectly fine before but now she's all his because he's put his penis inside of her he all of a sudden has this territorial claim and he doesn't like it but he doesn't do a very good job not taking it out on her verbally like she really is like crying to her friend about how she messed everything up because she won't take his money and I'm like whoa you said no. His reaction is on him. It you... was his problem. It was and... crazy. And that was when I was just like, okay, guy, like you can have problems, but you can't do that kind of stuff to people. Right. It's not it's not fair. And he realizes this at the end and is like, I'm going to lose her. I need to do better for myself so I can do better for her. And he does yeah i mean that's how the book ends he sees oakland and jackson like so oakland sold her car because she didn't need it or whatever and jackson gave her a ride to school and dr pierce saw her get out of his car and like he kissed you know jackson like kissed her on the forehead or something and dr pierce literally just left for two weeks like he was just gone and he went home and saw his mom and dad. His mom and dad are the cutest. And then he got therapy and then came back and was like, guess what? I got some therapy. Yeah. And she was like, oh, yay. Now we can be together again. And she's like, and I quit my job. And he's like, awesome. <laughs> hey, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, she quit her job because she ended up getting a paid internship. But yeah, that was like, oh, honey. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. The spice was so good, though. It was. So when he gets back and they're making those confessions, that he's like, there was a really sweet quote that I did like. He said, I love you, Oakland, so much, and the past month has killed me, but I don't regret it. I don't because I'm a better man for the truths I had to face. I just hated every second of being away from you. I love you, and even after dealing with all my shit, you were still the only woman I wanted. Which also, at the same time, I wished... That would have happened sooner for Oakland's benefit, but I under—I mean, it's hard. You've got—it's hard. Yeah, he had issues, <sighs> and that's fine. I it's don't... fine. It's just Oakland was so young. <laughs> she was like that was so complicated, and she and took I... it so well. And then he really? just like shat all over her. I was like, bro, she's really working with you here. <laughs> Let yeah. her have her job. <laughs> I know. I mean, it didn't mean anything to her. And she and Jackson especially were always faking it. But... Yeah. And even at that one point, um, he said, he asked her if it hurt. So he had, dumped, he had dumped her and said he couldn't handle her working a voyeur because he's a bitch. And then, okay, <laughs> wow, maybe I shouldn't say that. <laughs> it's okay. Tell us how you really feel. No. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I was honest. so mad. I was so mad that he did this. So they just broke up. And Oakland goes into his office. I think it was like a week after they broke up. Anyway, Oakland goes into his office and sees the girl that Dr. Pierce had seen a few times in his office kind of flirting with him. And Oakland, you know, was like, do you need anything? And he was like, no. And she was like, all right, then I'm going to leave. And she left. And he like, or something like that. And he followed her out and was like, does it hurt seeing me with other people? And oh, she was, my I, God. I was so mad. Because I can't believe that he had the audacity. Oh, I know. That was a big that was a big dick move and that was a big failure of communication because he just assumed she was seeing Jackson already. Exactly. She's like, I wanted to hurt or he was like, I wanted to hurt you. Like you hurt me, but she was not being a bitch or anything. Jackson is her friend and coworker giving her a ride because he dumped her. Yeah. And so I couldn't forgive him for that. Like, he literally hurt hurt her on purpose. Asked her that question oh, to point it out. To perfect. hurt her. God. And it's like, you can't do that, bro. I'm sorry. His behavior got really out of control there halfway through when, he, when they finally came together. He, like, took her into the closet at the school. Oh my god. So jealous of Jackson and he's so jealous of her work. Like he's so jealous that he's so reckless. I think too he's afraid of losing that intimacy because he he wanted that for so long and never realistically saw himself. So he was going through some shit too in his head. But yeah. Oakland had to face face the brunt of it because she didn't say it at the time to him but she was in love with him yeah but he went and 
did it they were doing it like in the closet which was really reckless I know I was so shook they didn't get caught I thought for sure they were getting caught I each time I was like okay this is it this is the moment someone's gonna walk in and find them they're being dumb they mm-hmm. didn't walk desk didn't they yep he ate her out on the desk or something or she like sucked his dick in his office the first time yeah <laughs> yeah leaving the lipstick on his on his penis so that he could wash off in the shower later <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but it was really well written it was i honestly it was really hot too and i loved jackson the end of the book you get kind of a glimpse of the next book which is about jackson and his love life which i really am intrigued by and want to read Ooh, i didn't get that in my book you didn't get that in your book no it's not part of my book oh my gosh so on kindle unlimited you get at the end you get jackson's point of view and it's a few years later and he is now the i believe one of the managers of voyeur he goes into the meeting with an owner and he sees two people. So in the whole duration of Voyeur, when he's talking with Oakland, he's talking about this man that he loves who is super straight because they hooked up once or, yeah, they, they hooked up once. But he's, like, in love with him. And he sees him there with another or one of his business partners. Oh, man. Karina Rosso and Jake Wellington. He sees her. And so his book is a I believe it sounds like there's like a threesome that happens in this and he he's bi so it's like a male male female male mmfm yeah it's an mmf and mm romance foyer series book two it's called lovers and it's about jake his best friend jackson's best friend when they were in college Okay. But yeah, it was I'm I really want to read Jackson's book, but yes. Anyway. Yeah, you like Jackson. I do. I loved Jackson. He was so good. I thought he was cute. He was really sweet. He was a good friend and he was so he was he was hot. He was super attractive. There was never any chemistry between him and Oakland, which was a good thing because they worked together, kept it professional. He worked with her comfort zone and he was able to fake their sex, all of it, for her super well and super convincingly, which I, I really liked. Yeah. He was a few years older than Oakland. I believe he was 22 in this book. Yeah. And like, I think she like goes down on him a couple times or at least once. Yeah. Because they, they joke about it. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like that's kind of odd. But, you know, I mean, it's their job. You know, they're good friends. Yeah. Yeah. And he's always like looking out for her, can tell when things are up and just kind of looked out for her and was like, she's she confided in him, I believe, about her professor and how she had feelings for Callum and uh, he just was a sweetheart I liked him a lot I almost kind of wished she ended up with him at one point reading this book but yeah I agree Callum was no one should have ended up with him at this point he needed a little Uh, bit more time yes but they get there happily ever after in our epilogue 
And the epilogue is really funny, too, because it starts off saying, look at those perfect tits bounce. I growled into her neck, watching her breasts sway with my every thrust and the reflection on the glass. I wonder if everyone below can see how much you love having me inside you. And that's how the epilogue starts. (laughs) But they're together and they're on a little vacation in a hotel room in San Diego. (sighs) And they're voyeuring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Believe they're engaged. Yep, they getting they're engaged at the end, and she's gonna go meet his parents. Yeah, I think, and I think they're going to that wedding, his cousin's wedding. Yes, and so he is really sweet and regretful of the way he treated her, but it just ugh, it was so heartbreaking for both of them. Reading both of their. It was. I think I, I really feel bad for him. Like, it sucks. I just, I, Oakland just wasn't old enough to understand why it was wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, she was crying about how she screwed up, and he's all upset that he's screwing up. And I'm like, girl, honey, it's going to be okay. He's got to figure it out. And if he doesn't, it's not on you. It just wasn't meant to be. I wanted to comfort her so bad. Yeah. Like, uh, I guess he probably didn't confide in his friend either about his trauma. But I feel like if he did, then his friend would have been more there for him. Yeah, Reed wasn't in on it. Because Reed kept thinking that he was, like, getting laid all the time. Oh, yeah. Reed was a character. He was yeah, and his <laughs> his wife was funny too, but Reed always thought that he was out partying and he was going to voyeur and like getting laid all the time. So they were good friends, but they never were on that kind of level. And he did confide in his friend about Oakland, um, but his friend was kind of back and forth about it. Yeah, he was like, "You can't let it's your student, bro." But then he's like, "Is she hot at least?" <laughs> Yeah, and then the next the next time they saw each other, he was like, "Did you sleep with her yet?" Yeah, <laughs> he's kind of a pig. Yeah, but <laughs> I was like, I don't know. He was interesting. <laughs> it, it was funny. It was good to have like the two easygoing characters on the sides like that. Yeah, you're right. I just realized that they had Oakland had Olivia, but you heard kind of more about Jackson. Hmm. Who was super easygoing and supportive. And then Callum had Reed, who was really comical and And more- Callum had his mom. She yeah. was in there a couple times and she was more like Olivia. Yeah. They've got yeah. those balancing characters. Yeah, so that was nice. Yeah. So overall, would you have are we at the point of asking book boyfriends yeah what do you think about the book boyfriend um i would honestly love to date jackson <laughs> i yeah. love him and cal's hot but i think i could handle it like he would have to figure it out but i would wait i would be patient enough i'm not gonna sit and cry like she did but you know, because I'm older and I'm hope- hopefully I wouldn't let his comments hurt me too much. And understanding, yeah. Yeah, like, okay, you're having a problem here. I haven't done anything wrong. 
I'll wait for you to come talk to me about it. Right. Yeah. Because um, he was hot. I definitely think I could have done he it. He was. Yeah, yeah. He's a book boyfriend. I would say so. Yeah. Well, he got a lot obsessive. Like, he would have to be relaxed. Like, he-, he would have to chill out, or it wouldn't be a book boyfriend very long. Yeah, like... And he's willing to try. I feel like that's why that's what puts him up a little bit higher on the list here. He's willing to try. He and does that's why he's only a boyfriend. He acknowledges his flaws, his faults, and understands he needs to get professional help and that Oakland is not his therapist and responsible for making him better. So that's good because there's a lot of men who just use women and think it's okay to shit all over them because they have trauma in their past and refuse to get professional help. Yeah. Which, and that's not fair. No, it's not fair. So it's really great that he does that. And it's, yeah. you know, I hope that everyone can get to that point. I mean, that's what we hope for everybody. But, you know, ladies got to stick up for themselves. And I wish that Oakland had been, had had somebody like her friend, even her friend Olivia didn't ever tell her that she it wasn't her fault. Olivia never told her that. Olivia was like, well, maybe it'll work out or whatever. And honestly, huh? Olivia was young too. She was only 19 as well. And honestly, like if we were that age, we would probably have reacted the same because of how much we, well, I personally wanted to be in love and loved love, you know? Yeah, I was exactly was the same way. Older than me, like... I would feel more pressure to act mature and worthy of their time. I'm trying to put myself in 19-year-old me's shoes. Yeah. But. I know. It was just it was just sad that she had to go through it like that. I yeah. Yeah. We all do, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What would you rate this book? I think I rated it three stars on Goodreads. I liked the writing i liked the story the character characters were a little frustrating but i think it was it was a good book yes i rated the same on goodreads i don't want to say i kind of feel like i should have rated it more now that i'm rehashing the story with you because i don't feel like it's fair my trigger is in the way of rating this book a higher rating, but it was, and that's ultimately why I gave it a three star. And that's okay. I feel like we've always said that we're kind of we rate by the mood. We are mood raider readers, yeah, <laughs> readers raiders. We're mood rate readers and raiders. So yeah. So if you're feeling not- a three star, you don't have to fully yeah. back it up. That's okay. Yeah. Like, I, I feel three-star as well, because it was... like, the writing was really, really good, and I feel like I'll probably, and when I get to Jackson's book, I might give his book a higher rating. I don't know. You'll have to see what happens. But I, also, just, it was frustrating. Both of them were frustrating, those characters, so... That's what knocked yeah. it down for me as well. The characters were frustrating. There was that trigger... That I wasn't ready for, which isn't fair for. I know it's not fair, but that I, I I'm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fine. Yeah, yeah. For, for me, it was just the. I hate giving books three stars or lower ratings. It's very hard for me. 
That's all right. We're going to read a lot of books. We just read another book. I feel like we're saying this book is so well written because of our new experience reading books. That book, <laughs> we will not discuss the name, but that was a one-star book and DNF. DNF that bitch. It was the first book that I read that was... I've read I Wattpad stories better than that book. Uh-huh. I haven't read any Wattpad, <laughs> so I wasn't ready for anything like that. <laughs> that was a shock to the system. Plus, yeah. too short to read bad books. Just DNF okay. it. Do not put yourself through it. And I, you know, mm-mm. we were done. I was waiting That's for okay. the signal because I was really kind of trying I a little bit. Wish I wish I would have done that sooner. I got sixty one percent of the way through that book, and I'm not sure how. Yeah, I got forty four percent through. And... Okay, yeah. So and yeah. This... <laughs> Voyeur was a good book. It was, it was a good book. Very well. If Please you want to read, read a well-written book, sexy. in our opinion. It's sexy. You got the spicy. Moments. The characters are a little frustrating. They don't chuckle that too was much, it. that's for sure. That's what dropped it from three and a half, four star rating. But there are other books in this world. I believe they could be standalones i'm not 100 percent. you're gonna have to look it up but i'm sure they're gonna be just as hot maybe even hotter maybe they said there's a threesome so gotta look forward to i that. believe so i don't know i'm just i'm assuming things <laughs> but it sounds like from the epilogue ending it could definitely be that way uh, that's exciting yeah i really want to read his story now <laughs> So, what do you think your spice rating would be then? Ooh, uh, because of all the voyeurism and the, <sighs> I would say three and a half for four pepper. Yeah, I could see that definitely for sure. That's I agree. Three and a half, four. I was leaning towards the four because of how well written it is. Yes, I know. And also, this is some new experience kink wise for me personally, and the way he daydreams about her is real hot super hot and the way that he describes watching and what he does to himself and then how super crazy hot too performing and how surprised she is how much she liked it after that first time performing and i'm like hmm yeah yeah and she there was one thing she said that i thought was like really kind of okay we're going back but like i was like Jackson was first proposing a partner scene with her and she was like I wasn't even sure what did bother me that I'd like it a voice rang out in the back of my head and I was like probably (laughs) (laughs) that's yeah (laughs) I know that was in the way Jackson was able to fake it for her oh my god that boy I want to know what he is like when he's not faking it, you know? <laughs> yeah, probably a lot more with the ocean. Uh, <laughs> I don't get it. What? <laughs> what? Like with the flow. Like you go with the flow. Oh. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> like the emotions of the ocean do you remember that when you were kids no (laughs) do you remember that when we were kids it was like in elementary school people were like i'm going with the emotion with the ocean 
Okay, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So that made me think of that, but <laughs> yeah, Jackson's a fun time. I'm really excited to read his book next. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, that pretty much sums up Voyeur. Any, anything else to add? I do not believe so. Okay. So thank you for listening, everyone, and join us next Tuesday when we read <laughs> Reunion by Alyssa Clark. Okay, yeah. Is I'm excited. It? Yes, I I am almost done with it already, actually. Yeah. It's so good. It's a reverse harem. Not new adult contemporary romance. And it's really, it's really cute. And it's getting hot. <laughs> it's good. And this is Caitlin's sneak peek of next week's episode. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's all I'll say for now. <laughs> You'll have to tune in next time. <laughs> we have been going live on our Instagram every Wednesday to discuss the week's podcast and chat with everyone. We want to have a really cool community with everybody. We say that every time. Um, but we're over there every week and we almost see one of you. So that's exciting. Um, so and we hope you guys want to come and chat with us. Yes. And you also can find us on TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook. Also, I want to add in, if you enjoyed our episode or any episode, if you could please give us a rating on whatever platform you're listening to us through and subscribe, that would really help us out a lot. Ooh, we get to say rate and subscribe now? Yeah, let's rate and subscribe. That would really, we'd really, really appreciate it. That's right, because we're also on YouTube now, too. As well, yes. Yeah, all right. Got some fun stuff coming up. Like and subscribe. Comment questions in the comments. Until next time. Stay, stay spicy. spicy.